Alright, what is up you guys? Welcome back to Jen Have a Talk and today I will be telling you guys a story, so gather around. So you guys wondering how to become self employed? So if you are, I've got some tips for getting started from weaving up the pros and cons of self employment into understanding tax and benefits when you're self employed. So how to be self employed? There are 5 million self-employed people in the UK right now, contributing £305 billion to the national economy. Everyone knows someone who's done it, but how do you get started? So listen, should I get self-employed? There are plenty of reasons to go self-employed. You can get to be your own boss and work more flexibly. And depending on your industry, you may be able to command a much higher rate than the salary you'll be able to achieve as an employee. Broaden your horizons with a, a guide to where in the UK commands the highest rates. So, But there are downsides to self-employment. And when you're thinking about uh, self-employed, there's a lot to take into account. Being self-employed, is it right for me? There are pros and cons to being self-employed, but when you're weighing up self-employment against employment, there are a number of things that you need to consider, including, are you clear about how you'd get clients or customers? Do you have some money to set yourself up? Would you be able to cope with periods of little or no income? Do you feel confident about managing your own business? More example, managing cash flow, keeping the records and completing tax returns. Have you thought through the impact of losing employee benefits, for example, holiday pay, sick pay, and employee pension contributions? If you were self-employed, would you miss working alongside colleagues? Do you have a space where you'd be able to work in any equipment you need, or do you have a budget to buy it? Do you have any life-changing events to take into account? For example, an upcoming house move, wedding, or a new baby. So let's start with the advantages of being self-employed. There are plenty of perks of being self-employed, and this list isn't exhaustive. You have more flexible and control, so it may be easier to fit your work around other commitments and responsibilities, including child care. Your work can be more varied, as you may be working on several different projects for different clients at any one time. You can explore your creative and entrepreneurial side as you build your own business. You can deduct certain costs, travel, and some utilities bills, for example, from your income when you're calculating your tax liability. You may have the potential to earn more money, as day rates for self-employed consultants and freelancers tend to be much higher than salaries. You should be able to ditch your commute, as you're likely to work from home or from your own business premises. The disadvantages of being self-employed. It's important to take into account the disadvantages of being self-employed too. In particular, the risks and costs that come with self-employment, for example, finding clients or a route to make uh, to market and can initially be challenging. There are likely to be some startup costs, so you may need some money to get started. Your income isn't guaranteed, which can sometimes make it hard to keep up with rent or mortgage payments, loan payments, and living expenses. You bear the responsibility for the failure or success of the business so you don't have much backup if things go wrong. If you have a hard day or can't work because you're unwell, you won't get paid. 
It can be more difficult to get approved for renting property, taking out mortgage, or getting a loan when you're self-employed. When you're self-employed, it can be difficult to separate your home life from your work life and to get a good work-life balance. If you're working on your own a lot, being self-employed can be isolating. You need to deal with the admin side of your business, which involves bookkeeping and complying with regulations. Going self-employed for the first time. When you're going self-employed, there are several things you need to do, including telling HMRC that you're self-employed for tax purposes, thinking about your business structure, which has an impact on the paperwork you'll need to complete and sorting out insurance. Going self-employed checklist. When you go self-employed, you're effectively setting up a business. Even though you might not see it that way, it means that you need to decide on the business structure. I've taken an in-depth look at setting up a sole trader. Usually the simplest business structure to choose when you go self-employed, however, you may also decide to incorporate as a limited company. Starting a limited company. If you're starting a limited company, there are certain things you need to do, including registering with company's house, drawing up a memorandum of association, and paying corporation tax. Take a look um, at some articles about sole traders versus the limited companies if you're not sure about the differences between these business structures. So now starting up as a sole trader. If you're going self-employed in the UK as a sole trader, there are some things you need to do. Tell HMRC that you're self-employed so that they know you need to pay tax through self-assessment and pay Class 2 and 4 national insurance contributions. Go to the government's website to register or look uh, or look around for more information. Set up a business bank account if you're struggling to pick a provider and check out around two. Yeah, yeah, I don't have much to say here. Establish a process for recording your profits and evidence of your business expenses. This will make it much easier when it comes to completing your HMRC tax return. If you'll be working from home, check your tenancy agreement or mortgage agreement to make sure you're not contravening any terms. You may need to notify your landlord or mortgage leader. A lender, sorry. Sort out your insurance. Professionally indemnity Insurance and public liability insurance are the main types of business insurance to consider. There are plenty of other covers too, and if you'll be employing anyone, you're usually legally obliged to have employer's liability insurance. Take a look at um, around. Yeah, take a look at around for more details. Think about your pension. Since you won't be paying into workplace pension anymore, it may be a good idea to set up a private pension so that you're still putting money away aside for retirement. Although you won't benefit from employee contributions, you'll still get government contributions into your pensions in the form of tax relief. Paying tax when self-employed. How much will I pay? The Office of Tax Simplification, OTS, has called for an urgent, digitally-focused review of the self-employed tax system, calling it too difficult to understand. Until your suggestions are action, however, it's worth getting on the front door of your tax as soon as you go self-employed. How much tax you'll pay as a self-employed person will depend on how much money you've made 
and the allowable expenses you have incurred in the course of your business. Certain business-related expenses can be subtracted from your income when you're calculating your taxable profit. The tax-free personal allowance and the tax bans are the same for self-employed and employed people. So for 2020 to 2021, you can make up to £12,500 before you need to pay tax. You then pay the basic rate of income tax, 20%, or on income up to uh, £50,000. The higher rate of 40% applies to income over £50,000. And on income over £150,000, you pay an additional rate of 45%. Going self-employed but working for a company. Of course, you may be going self-employed part-time and continue working for a company during the rest of the week. This means you're both self-employed and employed. And you pay tax through both PAYE and self-assessment. You could also be self-employed but only work for one company. For example, if you have a single major client. But in this case, HMRC will be keen to make sure that the company isn't just calling you self-employed to avoid paying national entrance contributions and giving you employment rights. To count as self-employed, you usually need to have choice over when and where you work and you'll usually be paid when you issue invoices. Check the government website or speak to an accountant if you're not sure. Being self-employed and getting a mortgage. One of the disadvantages of people being self-employed is that it can be more difficult to get a mortgage, but it is possible. When you apply for a mortgage and you're employed, the lender will usually confirm your income by asking your payslips and bank statements. When you're self-employed, you usually need to provide business accounts, including a copy of your self-assessment tax return forms. Lenders often ask for between two and three years of accounts, so you may not be able to get a mortgage if you've only just become self-employed. Usually, the lender will take an average of your income over the last two or three years to calculate how much they're willing to lend you. They may also ask to see other documents, business plans, or, for example, check that they're confident you'll be able to keep up with the mortgage repayments. What can I claim for as self-employed? The self-employed allowable expenses. In terms of what you can subtract from your income when you're figuring out the self-employed profit that's taxable, the list includes business insurance, part of your eligibility bills if you work from home, office costs, stock, and certain business-related travel. Check the government website carefully, though, as you could get in trouble with HMRC if you subtract something that's not allowable expense or if you don't have evidence of the expense. Self-employed benefits. Depending on certain factors, you may be able to claim certain benefits. If you're self-employed and not earning very much money, you may be eligible for income support or working tax credits. Also, the latter has been replaced by universal credit for most people. Check the government website for more details. Self-employed tax credits. You can claim working tax credit when you're self-employed, but in April 2015, the rules were tightened up. Self-employed tax credit claimants must show that they're trading on a commercial basis with the aim of making profits, and their self-employed work is structured, regular and outgoing. That's further information on the criteria in this government briefing document. Self-employed housing benefit. Again, this is being replaced by universal credit. You may still be eligible for housing benefit and council tax reduction if you're self-employed but not earning very much money, and certain other factors apply. 
with the council is calculating your eligibility for benefits like housing benefit, they'll probably ask to see your business account for the last financial year or a forecast if you haven't started trading yet. Self-employed universal credit. You may be eligible for universal credit if you're self-employed. You will have to declare your earnings at the end of each monthly assessment period. And we'll have to give details of any payments into or out of your business. Your work coach will also ask to see records of customers and suppliers and marketing materials. Your universal credit payments uh, may be calculated based on your assumed earnings, which are known as the minimum income floor. However, a different method may be used if you're in your first 12 months of self-employment, during which the minimum income floor may not apply. During this period, you may be entitled to meetings with a work coach who is specifically trained in self-employment. Self-employment grants. You may be able to get a grant from the government called a new enterprise allowance if you're going to self-employed. You may be eligible if you or your partner has been receiving job seekers allowance or employment and support allowance. Or if you have been receiving income support or if you're alone, uh, parent, sick or disabled. If your business is approved, you could get a weekly allowance worth up to £1,274 uh, in total. Over 26 weeks, you can also apply for a loan to help fund your startup. There are other small business grants available too from the government local councils, the EU, and some organizations. Use the government's finance finder tool to see if there is a grant that could be suitable for you. Still deciding what self-employed businesses start? So take a look at our range of guides as going self-employed and how to set up your own business. Business ideas that let you work from home. A clothing brand. Cake and baking business. Business ideas that get you out and about. Dog walking business. Cleaning business. And courier business. So this is the end of my episode and I hope you guys had a great listen. Uh, Hope you guys the best. Wish you guys the best. And I hope you guys have a great day. Goodbye.